episode of the Ever Black Podcast is brought to you by Death Wish Hot Rods and Customs. Check out their Instagram for all their new t-shirts, caps, beanies, cups, and the all-new Atomic Death lineup. Awesome, man. Well, uh, B-Man, thank you so much for joining us on the show. It's uh, definitely appreciated, especially in the lead up to this album, which is just fucking incredible, dude. Nice. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm very excited for it to, uh, to be out. So it's been a long time. It's been a long time coming. So. Bit, of a, bit of a journey, that's for sure, over the last oh, couple of years. Yeah, I've, I've used that word quite a lot on this record. <laughs> journey, yeah, yeah, actually. It's the journey. Yeah. It is, man. It is. And you know what? And this is something about Slipknot albums is that um, they push the boundaries and expectations of what each album should be. Like people think they know what it's going to be like. And then it can't like people hear it and go, oh man, that's like, it goes in so many different directions. The yeah. opener, I don't know if I'm spoilers here, but the opener took me by surprise the most. And yeah. I, I absolutely love it. Like, I yeah, love no. that it did that. So was that part of the idea going into it? Not at all. Um, the album as itself was just a complete... Um, I, there was just so many different songs and the way that they turned into or say it started a certain way and then all of a sudden it's something else and then or a song was structured like this and then all of a sudden... And it was, you know, like a Rubik's cube or something like that. And then it was something yeah. else. So, you know, there was no, there was never a design for it to be how it was. And uh, I, I love that about it that it naturally came to this, you know. And uh, the song order structure was completely different to how I had it given to me. Um, so yeah, it was yeah yeah. Well, I, that that aspect of the band is, you know. I mean, I can put my my thoughts forward, but you know, um, as the way that you know the album was put, I was just like, oh, "That's perfect." Yeah. It so flows like, so well. Man. Yeah, and I think starting off, "We Are Not Your Kind," you know, like with, with the way it did, and not just being like straight. You know, I mean, all the albums start in a certain way. I think. Yeah. Um, so I don't think it's too much of a shift, but it's definitely the song itself is, you know, there you go. Like, hey, this is, and I think that's what's going to get a lot of people. They're just like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, that's what it got me. Like I, I was, I was, I finished work and I got in my car and I put it on and I was like, wow, like I can't, I can't even describe it without sort of spoiling things. Cause I want other people to have that same reaction I did, but it's, yeah. it's such a, it's so cool. Like, it's such a great tune. And then it just, off it goes to the races, mate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. I, it's just, There's something in there for everybody. and But it's also, I, I believe that the more you get into it and the more you listen to it from start to finish, the more you you understand what, what, what what's happening, you know. And there's such a flow to the record mm. as to the way it's been put. And, I, it, yeah, uh, I don't know. It's definitely... Um, it's very mature, I'd like to say. It's, uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. And when it's heavy. Fuck. Yeah. 
Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. People are going <laughs> to... It's good. I can't, man. I'm trying to like not give away too much, but I, I... is this is this a live interview or is it? A... No, 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 no. Because uh, you're recording it, right? You're recording it from your end, so yeah. I'll probably so right. I'll edit it. You know what I mean? I'll do the edit thing. I, I won't let you get in trouble. No, no, we've talked on stuff, so I don't think I've ever, you know, I'm not. I, I've, I unless I start humming melodies, then I, I think. Oh, we're, yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. We, I think we're good. <laughs> okay, so so I don't play the album here of the no. Nah. Okay. All right, no, 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 <laughs> naughty. Um, no, we wouldn't do that. We wouldn't spoil it for anyone. But you, you live on. in the two UK, weeks. Right? We'll see if it doesn't get leaked. <laughs> yeah, mate. I hate that. I hate it. It's uh, that's why I don't even want to like spoil it for everyone because it's well, you know it's it's be, it's, it I should mean, be. Yeah, you should go to the shop, buy it, listen to it, and then that's it. I mean, that's why, you know, if, if, if you know, Metallica put a record out, I'm not going to go and find a fucking copy on on Pirate Bay or something. And then this, this takes away from what the record's about, you know. I, I don't want to listen to it like that. And it's probably going to be a shitty quality anyway. So. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> is that still a thing? I don't know, I mean, it has to be because, you know, that's, we live in a world now where everything needs it now, you know, on demand. So. True. That is true. But, I mean, you live in the UK, right? That's correct, yeah. But how how does that – well, how was that working on the album with the guys over there and with everything going into chaos? How how, how tricky was that? Uh, the, 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 the hardest part was visa issues um, because uh, they locked down America. And also you couldn't really – you could leave England unless it was like uh, you had to have like a work permit but you also had to have written. Uh, they had there was some sort of written document that had to say that you you needed to leave for work. That was the only way you could leave the country. And then there was obviously the the testing and stuff. But there was a good months of you, no one was going anywhere. Right? Airports were shut. The, the full works. So I think once it started to kind of ease up a little bit, and people you know people had like high profile jobs like businesses around the world or something they were people started moving around and i remember the first plane i managed to get on it was just me <laughs> and there was like six people scattered around over there and i was just like the weirdest thing i've ever seen in my life it was nuts airport yeah. was dead there's like four people in it it was it was, a, it was, it was kind of it was like uh what's that movie the, 28 days later or something. <laughs> it was like that. But yeah, so once I got the visa thing sorted and um, luckily, and then, uh, yeah, that was it. I, I went and I lived at Clown's house for about six months, I think. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. So, I'd hang out with you, you know, oh, hanging out great. with you. Know? Oh, I love his, his wife's amazing. So it was just, it was, uh, we'd I could be cooking dinners for everyone and whatever. So, and then uh, other you know, other band members would come and come in and out. Jay popped in and out. Uh, Jim popped in and out. So it was, you know, I couldn't just jump on a plane back and forth every week to stay there. <laughs> no, 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 that time. But hey, it sounded like it was a good time. But yeah, um, it was great. Yeah. In regards to, you know, the writing with so many members, this is something that's always fascinated me about the band. How does that work? Like with when it comes to ideas and structuring things and, with that many minds yeah so jim jim had um 
bunch of songs that he was demoing that he had. Um, I worked on stuff here during COVID. So, um, you know, I had like four or five songs. And I like to make sure that a song's as as opposed to it's just riffs. You know, I put drums to it, I put bass to it, guitars, uh, maybe some hint at percussion of like rhythms and stuff like that, just to just to get that feel. So it's not like here's a here's a demo. You know, I like to kind of try and bring it into the wheelhouse. And um, you know, we just kind of sat down, listened to stuff, and that's when we just started piecing things together and. We would add stuff or would change things. You know, in some sections, we'd be like, let's cut that out completely. Uh, or we'd be like, right, that's not actually the chorus, this is the verse, and then and just move that around. And so it was, you know, it was, um, you know, Mike, he lives in Iowa, so he would pop round. Sorry, Tortilla Man. He'd pop round and, you know, I'd be like, how do we harmonize this a bit better? Or how do we? Let's see how far we can go. And songs like Finale, uh, songs oh. where it's just just me and him just going at it with, with melodies. And we just kept layering and layering and, you know. And, yeah, and then once we got to the studio, we kind of had, a you know, a selection of songs. And I don't think they deviated too far from it. And that's when, you know, Joe puts his spin on things and then Joe added his touch or he'd be like, right, instead of doing that one, you try doing this. And yeah, that's the thing. It's just, it's, you're building, building and building and building until you have, you know, the album really. And uh, it was, uh, I got to say, though, it? you mentioned that closer. Is it finale? Man, yeah. that song like hit me really, really hard. Like oh, really cool. hard. I was driving, dude, and I was a fucking mess. <laughs> I'm not trying <laughs> to say it, man. Because after the last couple of years, I think it, it really sums things up in a way that's just I don't know. For me, that song was it, it was very, very powerful. Yeah. I mean I I've I've tried so hard not to listen to the record for like months and months since it's been done. Like mm. I was listening to a lot of the mixes and stuff like that, um, but then I just I just try to distance myself from it because I I want to, you know, when when it comes out, I want to listen to it again and just and and to hear it from start to finish. So I'm really excited for that. So I'm trying I'm really trying hard because <laughs> I'm like shit. I should I'm at the point now where it's just like it's been such a a long time from it. That I'd forgotten about all the little bits and bobs that are in the record. Yeah. So and and I didn't know if like I'd need to bring them up in interviews or anything like that. So I'm I'm trying to hold off. On yeah. <laughs> no, it's hard. It's hard. But I do love that track very very much. And yeah, uh, cool. thanks. And oh, it's so good. It's such a good album. I think. Yeah. It's 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 growing. It's growing on me in a way that it's becoming a, a very very favorite album of mine i think because oh, i've been wow. cranking it on a loop i really really like it a lot and i'm not just saying that like no, i can't wait to get it on vinyl i want it on vinyl dude vinyl, yeah. yeah that's that's the goal that's my goal nice. i'm gonna go down and buy it but um man yeah it's so good but in, in regards to you know under the mask you guys are obviously very human and you know you deal with a hell of a lot being in the public eye all the time hmm. what's you know what's What's that like for you guys? You know, what, what's something that maybe being in a band that's that big, 
what's it what's it like trying to juggle everyday life and and being in the public eye i feel like for myself i don't really know it's as I, I you know i could go to the shops i could go wherever and no one says <laughs> who i am i just like another guy with head tattoos so <laughs> Um, I don't know. I mean, obviously, you know, if I'm around a scene or I'm around, if I go to like see a friend's band play in London, sure, then that's something where it's just like, oh, that, you know, someone will stop me. Or like I went to go see Architects play in uh, Alexandra Palace and, you know, I, I watched in the crowd. I'm not one of those side stage people like, oh, yeah. I went, I went to front of house and I stood there and I, I watched the, I watched the, you know, but I went to go grab a bunch of beers. So I go to the bar and then it was just like stopped. <laughs> so I go, can I have a photo? Can I have a photo? I'm like, yeah, cool, man. No worries, man. Just don't let me spill my beers. So, so you know, I mean, I notice it like that, but I think the uh, I don't, you know, everyday life is not. It's not. I don't notice it. You know, it's just back to back to reality. You know. Yeah. 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 Oh, mate, that's awesome. And then I I remember seeing Slipknot when uh, I was a young lad, like over 20 years ago, and the first yeah. tour in Australia, they played like smaller venues, obviously, and it was just bananas, dude. Yeah. Now, like, I'll never forget that. I lost my shoe from a balcony. <laughs> it was just nuts. I'll never forget that show. Do you remember the first time you saw Slipknot, obviously, years ago? Oh, yeah, I, I saw them at the Astoria, which is like the, it was like the, the go-to venue in London. Um, and it was just like, I don't think I'd, the only thing comparable was like seeing um, Sepultura play at the Astoria as well. And as being like a kid, you know, I was just, it was just nuts. It was, <laughs> I just don't like to describe it as nuts because obviously Sepultura, they just stand there and they just, you know, they, they were never really like jumpers and they were running around everywhere, you know. But watching Slipknot, it was just like this, it's just as crazy pit-wise, but it was the band was was going crazier than everyone in the in the in the in the pit, you know. And it was that was the thing. I was just like, I don't know what and also just the, the amount of members in the band, and you were just watching someone, but then he's going just equally as nuts over there. So I think that was <laughs> that was definitely a, an eye-opener, you know. Oh mate. Mate, I wish, mate. And every time now I see you guys live, it's it's such a good time. Like the show is obviously massive now. You've got the massive, massive production. You know, uh, you know the pyro and everything pyro, like yeah. that. Oh, dude. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's the thing. There's a yeah. The I'm kind of a bit of a pyro head, so I'm a big fan of trying to step as close as I can to it. And I can just see the pyro guy just shaking his head. He's like, Stay away from it. <laughs> But, um, or I'll just like go so close that it's just shooting over my head like that, and they're, it's just, they're just they're, I just see the shakings of heads. So uh, yeah, I try my best to <laughs> be the pyro guy, and uh, you know, trying to rock out, and you've got everyone around you and stuff like that, and obviously how the band was before, and just the the aggression. Yeah. And just you know, the, the band's evolved now into something else, and with the stage, and you know, it's there's so much more going on, there, like the, the walkways and stuff like that, and it's just a big expanse of space, you know, to 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 take up. So it's, a, it's kind of like a jungle gym for some people. Like, 
you look at like <laughs> tortilla man just like hanging off the star. <laughs> I even oh. I'm playing. Sometimes I'm playing. I just look up and I'm like, the fuck is he? <laughs> so it's very entertaining Mate. up there. Oh, would be, would be. And you've been on the other side of of things. I mean, you were a guitar tech for some of my favorite bands. Oh yeah, right. uh, yeah. I mean, that, that was a great aspect. Of my life. I, I had a lot of fun, fond memories. Um, yeah, it's. it's um, I remember seeing. We did a few. Sh- I was out with Mastodon, and uh, yeah, I remember watching Slipknot play. And but they always had a close. I mean, we have a close stage, so like, yeah. not many people can come up on to watch us from the sides. And by because there's, there's so much shit going on that it's, it, it's better. Sometimes we'll have a festival and we we'll have a cordoned off area, and like friends and family can stay in there and watch, you know. But you need to watch it from the front. But yeah, I remember just teching and like I'd go out front of the house to try and watch it, and you just be like. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> People, you know, so it was it was uh you know it was fun to tech and to still see it and then obviously now to be in it you know that's definitely because i did the uh, i think it was like eight sound waves in a row teching for different bands down here and then, yeah every, i did every year for like eight sound waves i think it was eight so i was seven and i headlined the eight or i did eight and i headlined the ninth so I, I teched yeah. all these sound waves and then headlined it and then it stopped and that was the last sound wave. Oh, mate, I know, I know. I was there, dude. I was there. And I was yeah. so pumped. But we got, you know, we got heaps of stuff. Yeah, I did like a couple with Architects. I did one with Broomin' Horizon, twice with Mastodon, Covid in Cambria, and once with Anthrax. Oh, uh, man. Mate. So good. And then I headline. <laughs> yeah, and then you headline. Then you headline. <laughs> then I actually hey, played oh, it. Yeah. Oh, dude. Dude, that was such a good set, too. I was just sunburnt and, mate, it was, yeah, it was such a good day, that. That was awesome. Yeah. In saying that, and I don't know if you're allowed to say anything because you guys were meant oh, to be there. Metallica. Oh, I know. I'm gonna, I don't want to get you in here, bro. But it's popped on, up a few times good. today. I know. I'm, you're probably sick of asking it. You're going to slap me through the, the screen. No, no, no. You know what I'm going to say. What are you going to say? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Are you going to come back? Of course you are. You have to. Hopefully. Yeah. That's, I mean, hopefully. I mean, we've got to go over there at some point. I just, you know, yeah, yeah, when, yeah. when we do. Oh, you know, you got a little sparkle in your eye there, mate. <laughs> I've I always got you. sparkle in my eye. <laughs> <clears throat> mate, because we're absolutely hanging to see you guys. Like, um, uh, I was so looking forward to that. I was saying earlier, just I was like, because Metallica are one of my favorite bands, so I was like, and to get to, to get to like finish early for once, and to be like, I'm gonna go chill out in the snake pit and watch Metallica. <laughs> you know, that was just like a fucking. I was like, that's amazing. But, very much looking, very much looking forward to that. Oh, mate, mate. But what, what else are you guys got have coming up? You got more knot fests? Uh, so we got we're just about to go on tour with Ice Nine Kills, I believe, in uh, the states. We're just finishing off some state stuff. Uh, finished that with Aftershock Festival um, over the west side of America, and then um, 
yeah, and I think we've got some South America stuff coming up at the end of the year. And Crazy. So that's that. I think that's this year. That's this year completed. So. And on to on to big plans uh, next year. And then on to next year. <laughs> well, uh, the doors open, mate. Yeah. Just, you know. oh, I, I don't you can't <laughs> can't sell me on a, having a good time. So. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Hey mate, it's been awesome hanging out with you and uh you know ah, thanks. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, we'll we'll have all the links down here. Uh dude, you take care and enjoy the rest of your year. And we'll see you. Whenever you get down here, we'll have some beers ready for you. Of oh, course. I love that. Sounds perfect. Yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks, man. Thank you, man. Have a good take night. Care. Yeah, you take too, care, bro. Dude.